Yermia Perak Lamed Zion. This parak discusses how Yermia continued to warn the nation to do tshuva in order to stop the impending destruction, and how Yermia was seized and thrown into a pit. Pasuk Aleph through Tess. This parak takes place during the reign of Sidkiah, who was appointed by Nebuchadnezzar to be the king over Yehuda after the reign of Yehoiachin. The Radak notes King Yehoiachin only reigned over Yehuda for three months. Sidkiah and his officers did not listen to the words of Yermia or Hashem. At that time, the Egyptian army was seemingly going to join allies with King Sidkia to defeat Nebuchadnezzar, king of Bavo. This was an extremely hopeful moment for the king because it would seem that Hashem was going to save the residents of Yehuda and the Beis HaMikdash from destruction. It would also show that the false prophets were correct in saying the Beis HaMikdash won't be destroyed. Sidkia sent two messengers to Yermia asking Yermia to pray for their savior through Egypt as Yermia was no longer in jail. Yermia received a prophecy to tell King Sidkia Egypt is not going to save them and the Egyptian army is going to return home to Egypt. Don't fool yourselves and think outside sources can save you. Only I, Hashem, can save you. As it says in Pasuk Yud, For even if you defeat the entire army of Kazdim, which is Bavo, that is fighting you, and only wounded men are left among them, they will rise from their tents and set this city on fire. When Nebuchadnezzar's army heard the possibility of Egypt attacking them in Yerushalayim, Bavo's army returned home for the time being. Yirmiya then went to the area of Binyamin. Yirmiya was confronted by a guard named Yeria, son of Shelemiah, who accused Yirmiya of joining the enemy side working for Kazdim, which is Bavo. Yirmiya denied the accusation and said, it's a lie. The guard Yeria didn't listen and actually continued to beat Yermia up and threw him in jail. That was just a pit in the ground. As it says in Pasuk Tezayin, Thus Yermia entered the pit, which was a prison cell, and he remained there for a long time. The Mitsudis and Rashi add, The pit jail was one of the worst, most dangerous jails to be in. In other words, this was considered the most maximum maximum security prison with the absolute worst criminals in it. Lukut Maran explains, the sicker the person, the greater the doctor needed. The more spiritually sick a person is, the greater the tzaddik needed in order to bring down the great lights of the Torah all the way down to the person's level. But Derek Hasidus has explained that tzaddik has the ability to bring the light to the deepest and bring Hashem's light to the deepest and darkest places. This is why Yaakov Avinu spent so much time Time in Lavan's house, the tricker, as Yaakov was able to bring Hashem's light to even the darkest, most depraved of places. Perhaps here, Yirmiya was being thrown into a pit, represents the tzaddik's ability to bring the light of Hashem even to the lowest people and places. As Yirmiya was the prophet of the generation, he was he was to reach all the members of the Jewish nation, not 
not leaving a single member behind, as it's never too late to come close to Hashem, no matter where you may find yourself in life. And Pasuk Yedzayin through Chaf relates how Sidkia needed to speak with Yermia and had Yermia removed from the pit. Yermia pleaded not to be put back into the pit in order for his life to be spared. Sidkia consented, as it says in Pasuk Chaf Aleph, which is the end of the parak. King Tzidkiah ordered Yirmiya to be kept in the courtyard of the guard and given a loaf of bread each day from the street of bakers until all the bread in the city was finished. Yirmiya remained in the courtyard of the guard. And that's the end of the parak. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.